0: All right, well, welcome back to another episode of the Morning After podcast. Uh, Pastor Josh here with you, um, with Pastor Jim. It's been a couple of weeks. We've been off for a couple of weeks. Um, We didn't really tell anybody that we were going to take a couple of weeks off because we were in Australia. Um, We were traveling in Australia, and I had a plan of recording (laughs) one while we were there. Um, At least one, maybe two, but it... uh, it quickly fizzled. Cause we couldn't, we obviously can't bring all of the stuff that we normally would bring to record a podcast Except with the studio in your suitcase. Yeah. yeah so no we session. could have, we could have recorded something, but I was afraid that the, the quality wasn't going to be that great. Yeah. And then I assume most of the listeners have never been to Australia <laughs> before, but it's really hard to just like, Here, let me show you some pictures, figure out your, yeah. It's really hard to just like figure out your life at that point. Like what time is it? What day uh, is it? Where well am up. I? What time is it back home? Um, It's a a a 16-hour time difference.
1: Like Italy was hard, eight hours. Yeah. Six six to eight hours, depending on the time of year. Right. This is, what was it, 16, 17 hours? yeah. Yeah. Either
0: 16 or 17. I still don't know. I was there for nine (laughs) days. I have no idea if it was 16 or 17. Um, But just really quick before we get into even recapping yesterday's uh, sermon and the the new series, uh, we were in Australia for a a creative conference. We were at Hillsong. Um, A lot of the evangelical world in the United States have been following Hillsong from from Afar for a long time, so it was really cool to be able to go and kind of witness it in person. Um, yeah. just curious, some of your biggest takeaways of being at, yeah, at I, Hillsong Church.
1: You know, I, I it's funny, you travel it's what's five hours to Chicago by train, three hours of waiting in the airport, 13 mm-hmm. hours to Tokyo, the big layover, then a 10 hour flight to Sydney. Then you drive on the wrong side of the road, on the wrong side of the car, yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean, it's all it's all risky, it's all arduous, it's all it's, it's like crossing. You know, to to uh, find California in the 1800s or something, it felt like. And right. then you get there, and Pastor Brian goes, you know, a worshiping church is a praying church. Is like, oh no, man, you're kidding me. I I came a long ways to hear something that isn't really. You know what I mean? Like that's <laughs> not a revelation. But a- after a while, you kind of relax into it and go, okay, wait a minute. It isn't really about. Pastor Brian's preaching. Mm-hmm. It isn't really about Joel's music. It right. isn't really about, like, they're just, God's doing something special. When he was done preaching a sermon, it was a good sermon, but it wasn't worth traveling, you know, the other side of the planet for. Yeah. Um, they, they As a congregation, this is on a Sunday, not the conference, they, yeah. they put it to work. And man, I right. God was doing some amazing things in the room, and, and just how natural the supernatural was, yeah. how... You know, it right. just was expected. It was, you know, there's just such a great life that God has brought to that place and those people. Everybody's yeah. so real. Everybody's so stinking kind. I mean, they, they make the kindest American look rude, you know? Yeah,
0: I, I would say the entire two weeks that we were in Australia, 10 days, however long it was, we didn't run into one person in the entire continent that was a complainer we ran into one crazy guy but he was crazy he was out of his mind yeah yeah but other than that that. we didn't run into one person that was angry the entire time uh very very nice people
1: when they're correcting you like you're standing in the wrong place you need to move over yeah they they're like if they're like a disney character you know (laughs) that you paid money to have breakfast with it's ridiculous yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: so i think i came away with similar similar um thoughts on hillsong is it's just what makes hillsong hillsong is the people yeah um, and then the fact that they're they're never striving for anything. Right. They they're not trying to be who they are. It's just who they are. Yeah. And I think that that's something that maybe a lot of churches are missing when they're they're trying to be Hillsong. You should never be trying right. to be Hillsong.
1: And, and I think I think that's exactly right. They are not. They're literally not doing their imitation of anything else. Yeah, they're, they're looking to what's next, so they're not waiting for the latest album to come out to see what songs they're gonna they're gonna sing. Right, they're, they're writing the latest songs, and it, yeah, and even that's natural. It's not like yeah. they're trying to be. This well, they told us thing. in the
0: conference when they're writing songs, they're writing songs for their congregation yeah. and the seasons that their congregation is in. They're not writing songs to think. Okay, people all around the world are going to love to sing this song. Yeah, they're writing them specifically for their congregation. It just so happens that people around the world enjoy singing them, but that's yeah. not the purpose of anything yeah. that they're ever writing. So I'd be just curious of, how that started. i you know, yeah. I, I remember Darlene Check back in the day and
1: the right. Integrity album, and shout to the Lord, and but I, even before that, because that was a very established going thing when it happened. I wonder who first sat down at the piano. And this is going to be our culture.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. I I, I never right. have heard the the whole story, the etymology. Yeah. Of... Pastor Brian talked about it a little bit in the conference. He said that um, he always knew when they planted the church that it was it was going to be a worshiping church. That I yeah. wanted songs to flow out of out of the house. Yeah. And uh, the first worship pastor, uh, he said, I can't write worship songs. I can write songs that aren't worship songs. But I just <laughs> so he said he sat down with Pastor Brian and they tried to write just the two of them write a song yeah. and. He said it just wasn't going well hmm. and uh eventually that guy left after a couple of years and that's when darling check yeah. showed up and then that's and she kind was of like everything. a church secretary right that was one of the i don't singers. know he didn't go into any of the background yeah, there as I so the he kind story. of said that's how yeah. it started yeah so pretty yeah. interesting stuff yeah amazing yeah all right so anyways the conference was awesome if you want to know more about it uh you can talk to either of us or pastor kyle yeah. um but yeah it was really cool so let's get into Back home now. Then, yeah. uh Your first Sunday speaking after two weeks off. Yeah. And right. uh, in, in the new series, the Body, Soul, and Spirit. um yeah. How did you think yesterday? Or I guess Sunday. where It's Tuesday now. How do you think yesterday yeah, I, went? You know, I,
1: it's funny because you we come from again two weeks in the in Disney World, then you come yep. back to you know reality, and and it, it's there's there's no place on earth like Fenton, Michigan, to me. There's no place <laughs> I'd rather be. You know, we were. I, I think I told the story of one of the services, but we. We were asked at a restaurant, and JD and I, what's the most beautiful place you've ever been, and JD described this mountain village in Oaxaca that we love, and it's mm-hmm. gorgeous. And you know, what about you? I said, oh, you know, four eight four three zero, like Fenton, Michigan. Every time I'm somewhere else in the world where I want to be, you know, is, is Fenton, Michigan. Sure. So it's great to be back here. Um, it's 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 home, you know. But after seeing um, the culture of Hillsong, you know, you want to come back to a, an alive Sunday and. Because we had a lot of announcements, because we had, I mean, yeah, you know, Dean actually said, hey, everybody sit down. Sit down. Yeah, yeah, which we haven't not, done. It's not going to be in, four minutes, it's going to be 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, because everybody's so doped up on tryptophan on a
0: holiday weekend right. from their turkey. Half of our like, normal people are gone because they're visiting family yeah. out of state. And, or... and half the people
1: in the room are not our normal people that right. are kind of wondering what's going on. Yep. You know? Yeah, they're here so with it, family. It wasn't. It, as far as the message, I believe the message was solid. I believe it was solidly connected with. I believe you know what I mean. Like there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with it. But you, I'm, I'm looking forward to this Sunday when I think the team, the family, the right. everybody is here at a, at a different level. You yeah. Know? So uh, how'd it go? I don't know. I it, I it's just find the times I think it doesn't go well. People go, oh
0: man, that changed my life. It's great. Right. It's like go, oh. well
1: then why are you silent?
0: I felt like I was yeah. preaching on a Hungarian wax museum. You know. Well, sometimes that's just how it works. Like I know that when I'm really really a a message is resonating with me i'm not making any noise because i'm an i'm an internal thinker so you you might be saying something that's just really wrecking me but i'm thinking about it or i'm i'm having a conversation with god internally um so i don't know if you can always judge judge that by like how much noise people are making i would argue that maybe sometimes people are getting less out of it the more noise that they're making you know like (laughs) right at least i would be if i'm if i'm being loud it's probably because i'm not really even thinking about what you're saying i'm just trying to for right. people to agree with me so. yeah yeah you know, that, that uh I, I think it was a good message but
1: i think the in the good message there were god moments yep. and i think the most significant god moment for me as i'm as a pastor looking at at people what little i can see through the lights it was that you know you're looking at the failures of yesterday uh-huh. and you're saying okay well if it's going to be like this in the future i'm going to make my decision now right And i really feel like the lord was really saying no it's there is no yesterday yeah. You know, and, and it's it's an odd balance because there is a yesterday, right? You know, to go back to an abusive situation to walk back into sure. bars and alcoholic saying, "Well, oh, I won't drink this time," I'm, you know. But I, I think it's more like the discouraged heart. I felt like the Holy Spirit was encouraging, saying, "Don't, don't put faith in the failures of yesterday. Put faith in the God of tomorrow." Yeah. And that was a moment where I really felt, okay, this is heaven, like heaven speaking right now. And, and right. I could. That was a different silence. The other silence was like, "Man, I'm so tired." You know, <laughs> gee, the, those, you know, the. I wish worship was longer, or, you know what I mean. It's yeah. what it felt like, but when that silence hits, right. it's like okay, all the Holy Spirit's speaking into the yeah. silence.
0: No, that's what I was gonna say. Was I felt like the biggest takeaway was just people like you hear it all the time, like His mercies are new every morning. Yeah, but just kind of like giving like examples or right. like What's kind that of mean. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, like you hear that all the time, but do you really understand like what that what that means? So I think yeah. you just kind of bringing that to people's attention, like no, like every morning, yeah, mercies are. Mercies are new, Brand and like new. you're saying, like, yeah, you have a life that you have to live, and sure that there's, I mean, you you murdered somebody. Tomorrow you're not going to wake up and you're not guilty of murder anymore, yeah. right? You're still in right. prison. You're still going to be Before man, right? There's still justice. Yeah, yeah, but there's like a, it's like a, it's like a a, a new spiritual morning every day where yeah. it's like, God, if if you're saved and if you've asked for forgiveness, like, that's it. There's no more. At least between you and God, there's yeah. no more he doesn't remember it you know now we confess our sins as
1: they come along and he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us yeah
0: Yeah. so i don't know i think that there was just a lot of light bulbs that turned on yesterday from from hearing that and just kind of um i i think there's a lot of freedom in that when people finally realize like oh i'm not
1: it's funny because we're talking about you know the series is body soul and spirit we're talking about really creating a new a new direction for our lives, yeah. a God direction, not just a good direction or a bad direction, but right. a God direction. And so we really haven't gotten to the part where we talk about rest and nutrition and exercise and, yeah. you know, all the right. things, but I really feel like that was the place I, I sat down to write that message, body, soul, and spirit. What mm-hmm. came out was what you heard Sunday. Right. It, it was really, this is going to be another failed resolution. This is going to be another attempt that, yeah. that is met with futility uh, I just, you know, at 53, it's right. hard to lose weight. 53, it's hard to learn a new skill. Whatever your age mm-hmm. is, it's hard to, like, and we look backwards at our failures and say, that's going to be our future. So why even try? Right. I really feel like the Holy Spirit said, don't do that. Just, like, start here. Start with, start with the, you know, where, where new life comes from. It, mm-hmm. it, it comes from tomorrow, not from yesterday. You know? Yeah.
0: So can you just kind of elaborate on that? Cause it is like the cliche thing to do would be talking, this is like a New Year's resolution yeah. ser- series and like we're, We're not going to do the things that we did yesterday because it's 2019 now. Can you just elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah. I mean, as we get into it in the next couple, two, three weeks here,
1: there has to be a foundation of faith. And I think a foundation of good intentions is easily destroyed. A foundation yeah. of motivation. I can be demotivated with a
0: single comment from the right person. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So right. Uh, You've it, been working out for three months trying to lose weight. Somebody yeah. that you care about says, hey, you're looking kind of chunky. Yeah. It's right. Like, okay. Right. Like, like, forget it. I give it. up.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was chunky before I would have all this. Effort. Right. Yeah. 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 I tried some clothes. They don't fit the right way. Or right. I, yeah. So it's. I think we're so easily demotivated that our soul is not necessarily the best place to get the motivation we need for real change. Uh-huh. I think that our bodies are so in the process of weakening, dying, leading us astray, our flesh, or earthly nature, that to look to it and say, lead me, is disastrous. Okay. So what's left then is your spirit. And I think one of the things we don't really engage when it comes time for change, is our spirit connected to God's spirit. I don't wanna change unless God wants me to change. Right. I, I don't wanna look at a magazine and see some skinny, twiggy 20-year-old and say, okay, that's who I have to be or, or, or I'm nobody. Yeah. And God's not gonna bless that. And, and I think the the understanding that God will never give you grace to become something he didn't create you to be. Mm-hmm. So in the end, I'm fighting with my flesh against God To become something I'm not supposed to be, you know, of course that's miserable and of course you're going to fail. Even if you succeed, you fail because you end up in the wrong place. So starting with God, what do you want me to be? You know, what do you want everybody to be? And then specifically, what do you want me to be? So we're not living by bread alone now. We're living by every word that's proceeding from the mouth of God. I know that everybody listening right now, if you heard God say to you, I want you to stop eating sugar. You know what I mean? And God right. spoke it to you. It was thunderous, there was three angels, yeah. a donkey and a manger. You know what I mean? Everybody right. stops eating sugar. It, the thing is, we would do it because it's the latest craze. You know, mm-hmm. we, we budget because everybody around us is budgeting. Or there has to be a greater reason than me um, to accomplish anything great. I have to engage a different part of me right. than, than my intentions, my flesh, my right. self-control. Yeah. So that that's a spiritual thing. So if God says fast, we fast. If God says exercise, we exercise. If God says stop cussing, we stop cussing. Yeah, it's right. but until God does, then we're it's just us, right? You know. So, so New
0: Year's resolution is almost like what I what I want to improve me. Yeah. What we're talking about is what does God want? Because that's who He's called you yeah. to be. And that's going to have to include
1: prayer because it's our spirit. It's going to yeah. have to include the Word because those are the promises we stand on. Right. It's going to have to include it's gonna fellowship. In- it's going to it's it's going to make us more the church. But the yeah. church can become. You know the individual portions of the church, the right. people in the church, um, can become something that that they're not yeah. today. And, and, I say, and I would say, I would
0: say, in New Year's resolutions and in whatever we're calling whatever we're calling this, um, similar actions are going to have to be taken, right? Yeah. So it's just one of them is like you're saying, like. God's calling me to do this. And the other one is like, I just want to be skinny because I want to be skinny. <laughs> you know, like. Right. A well, and we're going to engage our, our souls. We're going to engage our minds because there are plans and there are
1: partnerships that are that are part of it and there's priorities. So sure. it isn't like we're, they're going to mindlessly walk into something. But again, whatever starts with our flesh dies, whatever starts with our mind fizzles out, whatever starts with God's spirit you know, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Mm-hmm. Where, where the spirit of Jim mm-hmm. is, there's not. Right? <laughs> yeah. you know? So yeah. we, my spirit has to engage with his spirit, be submitted to his spirit. So mm-hmm. I think that the doorway to the kingdom is Jesus. But on the other side of that, it's the Holy Spirit that gives us this guide. You know, this guided tour comes beside us and cheers us out on in our race. Mm-hmm. And I really think in the end, you know, <laughs> I, 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 there, there's someone who's 10 pounds overweight and it's bothering him. There's someone who's 1,000 pounds overweight and it's killing them. Right. The guy that's 10 pounds overweight is probably more obsessed about the 10 pounds than the person who's 1,000 oh, yeah. pounds overweight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So sometimes we're so distracted. I, I keep using that example because it's so... So ordinary that everyone right. can relate to well, it. Well, and that's
0: the normal New Year's resolution, right? The one that yeah. you always hear is, "I'm going to stop eating junk food and I'm going to start working out." And it's like two yeah. weeks in, and you gave up already. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, go to go to to uh, what's the, the ten dollar? Yeah, Planet yeah. Fitness.
1: You know, January first is going to be packed. February first is going to be less packed. March 1st it they'll be the people that are there today. Right. You know, because yep. everybody gave up, but they're going to sure. pay their twenty bucks a month for yeah. the rest of their life because they make it so hard to cancel their right. membership. You
0: know. <laughs> so. Well, I would say I would argue that. Occasionally it sticks, but most of yeah. the time it, it doesn't. But yeah. maybe that's because people are having convictions, right? There's people that yeah. that January 1st are really like, like, no, I have an eating problem and I need to get healthy. Right. And then they, they do stick to that, but that's because God, that's yeah. the God revelation of just like, I'm not going to be around much longer if I don't right. figure this out instead of... I just want to lose 10 pounds to lose 10 pounds. And there's not really any reason or any. Well, and you said I I want to versus
1: God wants me to, if I want to, it's a different level of repentance than if I realize God wants me to, and I'm not, or God doesn't want me to. And I am. Yeah. I I think again, we're engaging that the conviction of the Holy spirit, the empowering of the Holy spirit. I, for us to try to change the world without first changing ourselves you know, and so that that's, yeah. that's ridiculous. And the power that changes the world we know is the Holy Spirit, right? But the power to change us is our self control and our list and our yeah. our coach. Like it, it's, it can't it has to be more than that. It was going to last, So right. Yeah, and it's funny already. I, a lot of this came out of you, know, you get away, you get on a plane for a million hours, you you sit on the lawn where it's seventy five degrees and sunny, you drink coffee. There's no responsibilities, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden the mind that was so full of details when you left is now clear. You know, five, six, yeah. seven days later. And you kind of go, huh? I, I've been living at the wrong rhythm again. I've been eating right. the wrong calories again. I've been, my mind has been heading in the wrong direction again. I'm, right. You know, I'm starting. And to play if there's anywhere to offense.
0: discover that, it's in Australia because yeah. everyone's healthy there. Everyone's yeah. I would say physically and emotionally
1: <laughs> healthy people. So, yeah. Yeah. I and mean, one of their secret sauces—they they work six to eight hours a day. Uh, five to six days per week, mm-hmm. and and that's you know their work is not their life there. Yeah, and holidays are long and full of family. Sure. and I mean, even the homes we went into, like, they, they are made for people to come and enjoy. Yeah. The bedrooms are small. The kitchens are huge. Right. Because everybody, you know, there's a dining area, indoor and outdoor.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's just the priority of their culture. Completely different. And yeah. That, I, I didn't come across a stick-built home. It's all stones and bricks. I mean, they're meant right. to last 300 years. Yeah. And, all you know, the walls
0: are made out of concrete instead yeah. of drywall. Yeah, because it was a prison and...
1: colony. They're just more comfortable in concrete. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Bars and so forth. So. Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, uh, I think we only have a couple more minutes, so let's start talking about next week. Then, yeah, so next week we're going to dive week. in at this different level.
1: You know, we're going to acknowledge. I mean, we've got a baby dedication, so we've yeah. got about um, sort of thirty minutes. I got about twenty-five minutes, to, yeah, and Christmas uh, to offering to too. Christmas offerings. Yep. I, I'm down to twenty minutes now. So. <laughs> but I, I think I think again, beginning that, how do we hear what God's will is for us? How do mm-hmm. we know how to stand on Scripture? I mean, I, we have a lot to introduce. I don't want to begin it at a level where you know, we all know this. So I, cause I don't think most people do. I right. think most people don't know this or our lives would be different. So really uh, teaching the foundational truths of transformation in your minds, in your habits, in your relationships, um, to say we're going to become more like Jesus, but we're not going to pray. We're not going to read the word. Yeah. We're not going to fellowship. We're yeah. not going to worship. We're not going to, like right. it's you know, like I'm a better baseball player, but I'm going to avoid the field, the ball, the bat, and other players. You, yeah. you know, you're not. You're, you're just not. So sure. I, it is going to require some changes, but again, if I convict people to change, that's wrong. If God convicts them to change, you know, th- then that's beautiful. That's uh, yeah. repentance. Then is beautiful. Right. Manipulation and repentance are two completely different things. One comes directly yep. from man to man, and it's impossible to maintain. And eventually, people figure right. it out and get free. But when it comes from God to man, it's one of the most beautiful things on the planet. You know. Yeah. So we're really looking for that beautiful moment.
0: Do you think a lot of people already know? Like they already know. What I, what God is calling them to, to do, and it's just no. they're they're not because it's I,
1: hard. Even in that realm, I think there's a lot of confusion because it's uh, there, there's been some imbalance in prosperity. There's some imbalance in divine healing. There's mm-hmm. been some imbalance in grace. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and so I think I think most people, probably eighty percent of the people, don't believe there's as much of those things for them as God wants for them. Right. And there's twenty percent of the people that believe that there's more of those things than God really has for them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So even to find a balanced grace message, a, a balanced you know, Holy Spirit message, yeah. a balanced prosperity, prosperity message, message. Yeah. These, are, these are hard to find. But I think they're hard to find because we, we, the body of Christ is not about uniformity, it's about unity. But right. uniformity is everybody looks the same, everybody has the same, everybody is the same. Right. Uniformity is, is not the goal. But unity, where everybody's different but we all function together mm. like a body, yeah. It's clearly what God's calling us to. So to say to everybody, everybody should make $58,000 a year and be debt-free by July 4th, nineteen. Yeah. you know,
0: it's it just— It's socialism. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it
1: doesn't work that way. So once we start making our own decisions, we have to concede, first of all, we're going to arrive at different conclusions as God would lead us to those different conclusions. There are people mm-hmm. whose gift is giving. If they're going to be good at it, they need a lot of money. There's people whose gift is serving. If they're going to be good at it, they're going to be giving it all away. Yeah. You know what I mean? And not making it because the right. serving positions are not the well-paid positions. Um, yeah. There's those who are called to stand on a platform and speak. There's those who are called to lock the doors and, and vacuum the chairs afterwards. And right. both are serving yeah. God. And and. They're and neither good. of them
0: are more important than the other one not is. Not in the body.
1: Yeah. Lots of parts of me that no one's ever going to see until my autopsy. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And without them, I'm, I'm I'm dead. So right, it's it is a very yeah. The body of Christ is, it's very complex, but it shouldn't be confusing. We should mm-hmm. we should understand from the very beginning. We're not going to understand, and yeah. then find our role in it. Back to the secret sauce of Hillsong. No one's doing their imitation of anybody else. No. Nope. Everybody's singing as a singer. Everybody's preaching as a preacher. But that's serving as a servant. Yeah, and and I and they're doing it with this joyful, willing heart that is not man-made. Right, it couldn't be because the the ministry wasn't that good. Yeah, yeah it was awesome, but I'm right. saying it, it's not that good to get thousands of people heading in the right direction. There's no words that a man's going to speak beyond election day to get people unified right. in that way. Yeah, and then the, those who voted for him are going to hate him six months later. You know what yeah. I mean? This that's not what Hillsong is. That's not what the body of Christ is supposed right. to be.
0: They've just done a really good job of finding what people's gifts are and then equipping them to, to yeah. use those gifts and releasing them. So you're a very hosp- yeah. hospitable person. You're, you're on the greeting team and you're responsible yeah. for making sure that people find their seats and that they're loved and that yeah. and they, they do a great job of t- And Doing it's funny because certain responsibilities are just shared. Like
1: us yeah. as guests, every, I met the guy that develops her software. So software guys in cubicles are not known to be the most social people in the world. And yet right. this guy, I was sitting at a table typing. He sat down as a seat taken. I said, no, help yourself. So I didn't realize he was the guy that develops all their software for all their apps, all their conferences, all their website design. Yeah. So this is a guy who's, who's world renowned mm-hmm. as a behind the scenes guy that nobody knows, you know, right. and in the process we have an hour long conversation about him, about his culture, about what he does in the church. And he, he was a hospitality guy. That's why it reminded me of what you're saying. Yeah. He was over the nine local campuses, their hospitality teams. And, mm-hmm. uh, and he's a software developer that, you know, most right. guys that count money and do programming are not overly social people, yeah. you know. And, uh, but no, I, but he shared that mission of the next guy who walks through the door is who I'm bleeding for, who I'm mm-hmm. praying for, who I'm, you know, looking for. And I happen to be the guy that just yeah. walked through the door. So he wouldn't let me right. go. I'd say, listen, I got to get out of here. And really it was because I was sitting on a stool and my keister was killing me, <laughs> you know. But, yeah. Uh, I their uh, their,
0: their slogan right now is, um, it's, uh, this could be the one. Oh, that's cool. And it's just, like, that idea of, like, the next person that walks through this door could be the next senior pastor of this right. church, yeah. or it could be the next world leader of whatever, and, like, this could be the one. Like, yeah. so we need to treat every person like they're that one, Yeah. and uh, I thought that that was a really cool thing. I'm yeah. actually just remembering that from— Yeah, and this could Miami be the comments. service, right? Yep. I remember yeah. Bobby, yeah, no, everything, yeah. That. This could be the service. This could be the one time that they come and— Right. Yeah. Yeah, no such thing as a normal Sunday. Every yeah. Sunday is special, and every person that walks through the door is special. And yeah, what I a f- great culture. Yeah, yep. All right. Well, I think that's it for the week. Cool. Um, we'll be back again next week. We shouldn't be missing any more Sundays now. So we'll definitely be. I mean, any, any more podcasts? So we'll definitely yeah. be going from here on like out until February. I don't think. So yeah, never. well, even then, we'll still be doing. We'll be doing podcasts. Yeah. So. Thanks for uh, listening. If you don't have anywhere to go to church this Sunday, we'd love to have you 9 and 1130 at the Freedom Center in Fenton, Michigan. We're going to be continuing our series, Body, Soul, and Spirit, uh, Part 2. So we're really excited about that. It's uh, just an awesome, awesome series to kind of get you going. What is God calling you to do next? And uh, just do it. Go out and do it. So we will see you guys next Sunday. Have a great week.